Are you ready to open the door to more romance, fun, and adventure? Or maybe it's compassion, support, and strength you're looking for. Discover real-life stories and a path to overcome the pitfalls every marriage encounters. Welcome to The Extraordinary Marriage. Hey there, and welcome to The Extraordinary Marriage. I want to tell you a story today, and I want to welcome Patsy. You want to say hello, Patsy? Hi, everyone. Nice to be here. Thanks, Connie. (laughs) We're so excited to have you as our guest today. Well, guess what? Your presence and knowing exactly what you do brings me to a story. Whenever I had little kids, three little children at home, uh, five and under, you know, I always wore sweatpants and sweatshirts. I never thought anything about it. You know, in high school, I dressed to the, to the, whatever you say, the hill, whatever I dressed up. But whenever I got married and then I started having children, uh, you know, you're kind of tired. Sometimes you don't go out. Sometimes you don't comb your hair or, or fix your face. And, uh As I began a career of 30 years with Mary Kay Cosmetics back when, 30 years with Mary Kay, I was a sales director for 21 years, and I started to change how I dressed. I started to change how I looked. I had a friend named Wanda who always looked so smashing, and I thought, oh, I want to look like that too. So sometimes we find a mentor or we find somebody and it changes how we see things and how we look at things. And, you know, I felt like I had enough confidence, but um, I little by little since I was doing Mary Kay and I was doing facials on ladies and helping them build confidence and look better, feel better about themselves. You know, I kind of had to play that part. So if I gave out my card when I was out, I couldn't give out my card if I looked like sweatpants girl. Right. And there's (laughs) nothing the matter with that. And it has its place. But sometimes we want to fix up a little bit, right? So Patsy, tell us about yourself and tell us what you do. Well, I am an international image stylist and a master hairstylist. I've done hair forever. And uh, now I'm speaking about image and uh, the magic of color and how it enlivens our light and how how it can actually have help us have a better connection with others. Because, you know, color is a silent influencer. Like there's something like my least favorite color in the world is pumpkin orange Mm. and um, it's fine in its place. And I was so grateful when I found out in my new typing system that pumpkin orange was earth. It wasn't a fire. I was so relieved. (laughs) So, you know, but then I wear this color, which is copper and I get compliments everywhere I go. So, you know, I think a lot of it is learning what is your best you you know, what colors resonate most with you? How do you look your most beautiful self without really trying? And I found that knowing what your best colors are, having the, the proper color palette changes everything because you wear everything in your closet, not just 20%, right? So, and I see your closet as an investment in you, just like you changed your closet to align with your new profession of being Mary Kay rap. I just signed up for Mary Kay. I have this amazing lady that uh, became my client and I became her um, client. And so um, it it just matters when you feel confident and look good. Like we, when we see ourselves in the mirror, that Mm kind of sets our mood for the day. Like when you walk out of the bedroom, you're giving a message to the world by how you're dressed. And I found when I started doing this work, most of us are hiding in pl- plain sight. 
not even clue. We're influenced by the media, by what other people tell us, by the fashion industry. They don't care if you look great in the clothes. They just want you to buy their clothes. And so I think it's really important for me to help. I work mostly with women. I, I work with men. I, I love working with couples because they really help each other. It's it's so fun. But um, I saw women change from the inside out, knowing who they are, sharing their gifts. And when you look good, it isn't hard to bring your mood or your energy up to that level. So it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it is an investment in you. So I think a lot of times women will do for everybody else, but they won't do for themselves. And what I love is that like when we are out there be doing business, you know that your image is a big impact in the world. So people make an assessment today about in the first three to five seconds, they see you and 50% on what you're wearing. And that's according to Harvard Business School. So we just need to be aware that if you're wearing the right colors, you connect <laughs> and it's easier. It's, and my mentor told me this. She said that when you are aligned in your essence, my company is called Embrace Your Essence. It's, a, it's all of you inside, outside, head to toe. It's a gift to give to the world because it's easier to connect with you. You know, there's certain colors you can wear that draw people in and some that you feel safe in and some you're the expert. So it's just fun. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> true. I want to go back to two things that you said. Number one, now, sometimes when I was staying at home with my kids or I'm even at home working sometimes and I'm not talking to people, I like to say, I never look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even think about it. You know, the husband comes in and I'm like, uh, I didn't even look at me today at what I look like. The second thing is when I was younger, you know, I liked those pastel colors, uh, light pink, baby blue. And one time we had a family picture made in those colors and I felt great. But as I looked back at the pictures, I kept looking at the picture and thought, I look kind of washed out, you know, because I needed more bright or deep colors. And I felt like I, I, you know, was washed out. But Patsy, I want to say something about you as we start in, um, because we're going to talk about marriage today. And Patsy, you have been married for 54 years. Did anybody gasp? Because Patsy <laughs> must have got married when she was eight years old. <laughs> so Patsy, tell us a little bit about you, how you met your husband and uh, just tell us a little bit about how y'all met and a little bit about y'all 54 okay, years. So, uh, so I was working at my grandmother's restaurant in this little country town, uh, waiting tables on the weekends because my mom and dad were pretty poor. And if I wanted to have nice clothes in high school, I had to work and buy myself, which was fine. Um, so every weekend I worked at my granny, granny's restaurant. Well, there was a lot of single guys that came in because there was a big meal that employed everybody. So, um, People came in and I was really drawn to this one guy. So I was talking to his friend one day when he was here having breakfast. And he said, oh, yeah. I said, Bud's a guy, nice guy. I said, yeah, he's very cute. I really think he's cute. Anyway, um, he asked me out. We started dating and we got married. Let's see. We started, we went to a wedding together. He invited me to ride to a wedding that was in town. Um, <laughs> so I, I rode with him. We ended up double dating with another couple I didn't know very well. And we got went to a wedding in August, got engaged in December, were married in April on his mother's birthday. Wow. And we, and we went to, we just went to Reno because my parents really couldn't afford 
a big wedding, but we had a big reception and it was lovely. Um, but he was adorable and he was the opposite of my father. Mm. Blonde, blue eyed, quiet, gentle, sweet. My dad was kind of, you know, out there. He's a big personality and stuff. So, um, it was really fun to, to marry somebody who that was so sweet and so loving and so gentle, you know what I mean? Opposite of my home life was pretty rough. So I think sometimes we're gravitated to that. So we got married, but you know, what was really interesting, Connie, when I was 18 and my parents were drinking and it was crazy. Mm. I said, I, I swore that I was going to go to beauty college, get married, have six kids for have a four bedroom house with a fireplace. That was my goal. I don't know where that came from exactly, but so by the time I was 23, we were married. I had won a scholarship to go to beauty college. I got a job before I was even out of school. We had two kids and I knew that was perfect. And we had a four bedroom house, four bedroom house with a fireplace. And right next door was a little beauty salon. So we were able to buy this house with this beauty salon. And all we had was, I think, $154 in the bank. And they paid all the closing costs. So way, make a way. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's just been amazing because we really, I think really what bonded our marriage more than anything is when we started putting God in the middle of our marriage, instead of being selfish and self-centered, I'm very outgoing and very, you know, I'm very driven to uh, succeed. And he is such a support system. So no matter whatever I've done, he's always supported me because I felt like that he knew I had this in me, right? So I think a lot of that is knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses, and supporting each other in that. And so had that for a long time, sold that, bought another house. When our kids got bigger, got in high school, and we just, you know, when God's in the middle of it, then we can deal with stuff. We can learn. And, you know, we're not the same people at 18 and 25 that you are at 30 or 40 or 50. Like we all transition into life because life changes. It doesn't stay the same. But it's it's being having good enough communication that you can go, look, this doesn't work for me. <laughs> look, what God can we do this? Took us a long time to learn to do that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is really about, you know, enjoying each other, having fun. And I think that's one of the mistakes a lot of young moms make is they give all their energy to their kids. And yet you're your husband's arm candy. And so if you don't look pretty and don't take care of yourself, you're actually reflecting his choice of mm. a wife and a mother. I think the other thing that was really interesting when I was going to Sunday school and Bible church camp and stuff, when I was junior high, they had us uh, set an intention of what we wanted and to wait until we were married to have sex to who was your ideal mate, who, you know, and write that down. And be, well, obviously, Bud was my ideal mate. I had no idea. But I feel like God took care of me from a small age, knowing my heart, knowing what, um, knowing I was going to be a leader. And I mean, I'm I'm 72. I never expected to have do what I'm doing now, right? So you don't know what you're going to go. The future is going to look like, right? Well, I hear you on that as uh, what you learned at church. And I think that we might be a dying breed. And I'm not going to go into that, but I do want to say that. 
um, waiting till you get married, this practically unheard of these days. And yeah, that's old fashioned, but you know, people are people, whether they're, you know, a thousand years ago, a hundred years ago or today. And a lot of times there's so many problems and broken families from such things as not waiting, you know? And so when we don't wait, sometimes we have to deal with a lot of different problems. But I want to take you back to the fact that you were talking about you chose a person that was different than your father. And, you know, we're all people and we're all just doing the best that we can do. And what I have realized, Patsy, is that we can't do or live or be anything that we don't know, maybe something that we've never seen. And so if you did have challenges in, in your family, um, you're very fortunate because you did pick out someone that was different because usually women pick out that person who is their father. They look for that guy who's like their dad, you know, and uh, you're very fortunate that you picked the opposite on that right when our daughter got married um i had learned about how the father's the father sets the standard for the daughter so i think i think uh well men want to be respected and women want to be loved yes and when the father loves the daughter the daughter and really honors her she he becomes her idol and so when just the day she was going to get married, I had my husband, I said, you need to buy her a beautiful watch or something as a symbol of you, you know, adoring her. And he did that. And they are still this like this today. I mean, there's nothing that she could ask of him that he wouldn't do. And so I think a lot of times the men in our lives don't realize they set the standard for how um, people, how how your children are treat the mother, how they treat life, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we're broken is we don't have a lot of good mentors for men. I mean, if you don't get them in a church, there's, you know, like my husband's dad was a workaholic, right? And uh, they couldn't like when they were in grammar school and high school, they they would leave because his dad would always put him to work, but he never did anything fun with him. And I think this is the saddest part. One of the things that we did. Um, in our church is that I realized that I came from a very dysfunctional family and I really needed to have a lot of healing. I didn't know what that looked like. So I started a 12 step group, um, called spiritual journey about dealing with those issues, finding a place to safe enough to deal with those issues. And every week we would meet and, uh, people would come and we'd break up women in one section, men in the other, and work on a lesson. And then we'd come back at, um, at the end and the last half hour and every week somebody would share their story. Well, we'd go through a half a box of Kleenex, <laughs> listen to how that child, how that person was treated as a child. Yeah. And the one thing that was the biggest aha for my husband is that when he was 18, um, nobody came to his high school graduation. His mom and dad got in divorce. Mom had moved away and the dad lived six, six miles down the street, but he had a new family. And Bud never really saw him, but nobody was at his high school graduation. And he paused and he goes, mm. I cannot, I cannot imagine not going to our kids' graduation. So 
there's a lot we deal with. We we all drag something from our childhood and our past in there that's broken that needs to be healed. And that whole segment that we went through changed everything in our marriage and gave other people permission to talk about that stuff we don't talk about. We shove it down. You know, we take on addictions to cover up all of our pain. And and there's a different way. And for me and Bud, it was going to church, learning about God, and then having mentors in the church work with us. Like Bud had buddies that he really, men he really respected, very cautious. We just moved to be near all of our kids a couple of years ago, and it's taken us two years to find a church. He doesn't want to be involved in a small group. I'm going to apply a Bible study. I want to meet women. I want to learn more about God. And, you know, I feel like sometimes there's a lot of mistrust. And if you can't trust each other in a marriage, you're you're headed for <laughs> destruction, right? Uh-huh. And it's people have the courage to talk about it, but you have to learn how to do that, right? You have to find a way to communicate. And I'm sure you and your husband have went through that too. But, you know, but you for know, me, I'm grateful that I, that God kind of steered me us away that would help us both heal. And then I led that group for years, you know, helping other people come in and get healed. And one day the pastor came in and he said, I don't know what you're doing in that group, but he's, people are coming to me and counseling. And I see some major changes in these people's lives. So I don't know if we're supposed to talk about this, but I feel like, you know, this is what is, I think the cement to our marriage right now. We're now we're seniors. My husband had, you know, prostate cancer. He had, you know, aorta, you know, like he's been through physical things, but we're healthy and we're, we're happy. (laughs) Patsy, I had no idea whenever we got on here today that you're going to bring all of these awesome things out. And this is why I connected you a couple of years ago, whenever we, we spoke on something together, because you're expressing and it's not planned. It's like, we just start talking and these things come out, but you're expressing the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing now. And that is because people cannot bring anything into the marriage that they've not experienced. In fact, they bring that old baggage. And if they don't have that support or they don't know how to work it out, it comes out as anger and frustration. And um, a lot of times people uh, women feel, you know, if they're married to an angry husband, they feel isolated, alone. Some talk about it to other people and some people keep it to themselves and they never share it with anyone. And nobody knows the stuff that's going on for them. And the truth is, is that we have to reach out to somebody. We have to we have to have somebody we can have confidence in to support us if we want to get through anything like that. Now I'm kind of like you. Um, I am so thankful because I also married that easygoing guy that you're talking about. I got one too. Hallelujah. (laughs) I got one. But everybody doesn't get one of those. Um, but there's a lot of them around. But everybody doesn't get one. And when you uh, marry a person where you communicate differently and you have conflict and you don't know how to resolve it, it's trouble. But there is help out there. You just have to look around for it. And that's why I'm really here. But look, Patsy's in a whole different business. She's had a whole different life. She lives a whole different place. Patsy, where are you? I'm in Northern California. Ah, so I kind of forgot where you were. Ah, so it's earlier in the day because I'm in Georgia. 
So, you know, what all, you've already naturally told me some of this. So what are a few things that you feel like have helped your marriage work? And you've already told me a lot on that. Yeah. Well, I think one of the big shifts for me was this. Um, About 15 years ago, we had moved to a new area because my husband lost his job when the mills closed and all that stuff. And I weighed 250 pounds and I was pretty miserable. And I think a lot of us women put a lot of responsibility in our husbands when it belongs to us. And so I think that the biggest thing is like, we're talking about all this stuff that we're dragging in. Nobody knows how to talk about their emotions or what to do with them, even if they express them. So somebody introduced me to a 12-step program for food called Food Acts Recovery Anonymous. And I went... And I started and I realized, oh, my gosh, this program is about body, mind and spirit. I had dieted off and on for 35 years, like this roller coaster of dieting. And I just couldn't handle one more failure. Like failure has been my nemesis of just always following me around. And but I left with hope that day. And so I was going on vacation and I came back and we were eating and having a great time. I gained eight pounds while I was gone. I thought, I have got to figure this out. So I came to the program and I started doing it. I lost 11 pounds the first 11 days. So I found myself when we moved, I missed all my friends. I had a salon for 30. I mean, I'd had three or four salons. Like I'd had all these people in my life. Now I had no one. And um, I was drinking and eating at night and I think I was trying to fill the void of like, I don't know what to do with myself. So when I went in and did this 12-step program, I was able to go back and heal all of that stuff from my childhood because I could now talk about it amongst a safe place and bring God into it. Like God was part of my life, but I didn't know how to give him my kitchen. Like I didn't know how to, do you know what I'm saying? Like I, I would diet, but diet is just it doesn't change how you're perceiving life. So when I realized the things I were eating was sabotaging the the person I really wanted to be. So I went from a size 20, 22 to a six, eight in, in like eight months. Mm. I stayed that way until last year or so. And I put on a little bit of weight moving, a lot of stress and stuff happened, but I'm still on the right size body. And so I could, I learned to love me in a whole new way. You know, I hope you like me, but if you don't like me, hey, this is the best I get. And it's 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 okay, right? Not everybody's going to like us. Not everybody's going to want us to be a part of their lives. But what happened is my anger of everything, I responded to life with anger. I ruled my house with anger. That's mm. how many hours as a kid. We learned to toe the line. So I, all of that changed when I was willing to do something so out of the box and change who I was being in the world. And you do, you have this whole emotional shift because you've been able to release all this stuff and forgive people and move forward. I got to a place where my parents did the best job they knew how. They didn't have the tools I had in my toolbox. They didn't know how to do that. So, you know, sometimes what we really need, we're so resistant to doing, right? And that changed our relationship to a whole new level. Like Bud now started communicating with me, knowing it was going to be safe, that I wasn't going to explode on him, communicating in a way that we had more fun. He started teasing me. We started doing more fun things. And um, when I got into the color typing business and found out he's a water, he likes all these soft, beautiful, muted tones of summertime, right? You're talking color, right? 
Yeah. Okay. You know, soft pinks and baby blues and grays and, you know, just these beautiful tones. Well, it went along with who he was. You know, water's like go with the flow and they have bedroom eyes and they just, you know, they're they're adorable. Right. But they're very tender hearted. Is and that I personality could, styles, Patsy? Not to interrupt. Well, you. It's kind of it's more about your character traits, like how okay. you're born naturally. Like there's air. I'll show you this. So this is air, bright spring colors, right? They're the visionary. They're the person that's got all these ideas, kind of the girl next door. I'm a fire, all these fall, muted, rich, spicy colors. They're movers and shakers. They get things done, right? So if you have a team of people and you give your fire the right instructions, they'll they'll make it happen for you, right? Waters, they do all the detail work. And so here's the palette of water is like that very soft and muted and beautiful tones, but they really can help things be in order. My, my, my VA, my virtual assistant is a water. She likes all that detailed stuff and content and putting stuff on Facebook and stuff out like, Ooh, I don't want to bother with that. And then there's earth. This is where you wear black and all those striking colors. Their natural gift is the editor. And so they kind of sit back and they sort of analyze everything and they see what's missing and they can help bring things to completion. Well, what I discovered is I started working with this company. I got trained um, and then I the owner got ill. I managed a company for a couple of years and then I bought the business six years ago and up leveled it and done a bunch of stuff. But what I realized is we use all four of those character traits in, in our business, mm-hmm. but we have a core. So when I was a fire, I wasn't very happy when they colored me because I was told I was a winter 25 years ago wearing black and jewel tones. Come to find out the energy of black, if it's not your color, is pushes people away. Mm. Here I am wearing this colors, trying to build my business. I'm pushing people away. Mm. So one of the things that happened, this is the funniest story. I, um, I found this, my friend asked me to go do an event with her. And I found this blouse that was in this soft peach color. And I got out my little book and I thought, what does that mean? If I wore that color and it says, oh, they're closest to your heart, purity, conveying openness, connection, trust, trust and comfort. Well, I was supposed to help people when they came into the room. I thought that's the energy I want to bring to the room. So I wore that when I found a duster to match. And the other stylist that came in the room, she goes, Patsy, you look luscious today. I said, I do. (laughs) Yes. I wore the same outfit to a networking event. And somebody said, I look radiant. Now, before people complimented my outfit or my hair, but Mm. they didn't say I look pretty. They didn't say I look lovely. Mm. Those things until I started wearing the fire colors. Mm. They're softer. They're more approachable. Like I was shocked that it made a difference. And the salon owners, what are you doing lately? You look amazing. I said, I changed my tops because that's what the stylist had me do. Just go buy a few tops and play with it. And she said, people will treat you differently. And that happened. So that's why I'm so excited about the magic of color because it just really get lets you be more of you. Let's connect with people easier. And so when I got into that business and Bud was a water and I was a fire, we can go, we go shopping together. He knows exactly my colors. He'll go pick something out because he gets it or I'll pick something out and he loves it. Like we have fun shopping. He'll go shopping with me for three hours. That's not what men do. Men go hunting for clothes. <laughs> they bag it and they take it home. We okay. go shopping for clothes. <laughs> I need help because I've been married 44 years to your 54 years. Uh, and my husband is awesome like yours, but 
he cannot pick out colors for me. And so he will come back with pastels. And after all of these years, <laughs> all the years, he comes back with pastel colors for me. And I hate to say anything, or he brings me gray. And I'm a person who sees color like you. I see color before I see words. I see color before I see black and white. I like to wear black and white too, but that's, that's really a gift to be able to see that lot. Some people can't, I have this one couple I did and the husband, well, two of them are really good with color. So their wives and they love to go shop with them because they love getting their advice and suggestions. And sometimes we have broken eyes. We, we might like a color, but that color may not like us, you know? So I think that sometimes you could turn it into something fun. I just, I do a speckle, special package for cu couples because now I do things virtually. When COVID came, I closed down my makeover studio. And then one day I got a download from God, but wonder if I sent them a kit, you know, with four different fabric, kind of, kind of different fabrics and a little lip color and stuff and did it on Zoom. Like mm -hmm. now we all have great lighting. I thought, okay. So I did a beta testing, a lady in Oregon, a lady in Texas. And then I had a girlfriend that was a coach and I love working with coaches and coming alongside you and helping you with your people. And she had all, about five or six friends that wanted to have it done. So I sent these kits out and they would hold the fabric up to them and sit close with no makeup. And I'd cover their hair if it was colored with a little, you know, headband. And I could actually tell what their element was. And then I work with them virtually, you know, how to do your closet, how to shop online, you know, uh, what, make a shopping list. What are we doing? Where are you going? What are your best stores? What is the best place for you to buy clothes that fit your body type? What's the best brand for your body type? Last night I did a meeting with a, a small network meeting and I asked all the women, there was about 10 or 12, what is your biggest challenge? And they all, most of them said, finding clothes that fit my body type. Mm-hmm. I used so, to have a tiny waist and I don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of times we have our own frustration and we want our husband to fix it and it's not his job. So not just in shopping and stuff, but you know, it's really creating balance for me. The last five years have been about creating balance time with my husband, time with my kids and grandsons time for my business and time for me. And so, you know, women juggle a lot. We are expected to be these super women. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and we can do multitasking we are amazing and the men tend to keep it simple right and we have to honor that ask him like my husband's hard of hearing now i know i need to stand in front of him and say hey honey so i have his attention because he can't hear very well but it took me a while to figure that out <laughs> so there's lots of ways you can honor each other but realizing oh this is where he's at in life this is what he's doing what about your husband what does he do for life uh, my husband is a minister of music full time at church. Go figure, right? And uh, but he spent years working full time in insurance. So he sold all kinds of insurance, and he was a part time in uh, music. But music is his love, and it kind of is what brought us together. But you know, I, I want to go back to your colors because you talked about the different colors, and I had no idea, even though we talked before, that. Uh, really what you're talking about is personality styles. And that is what I talk about because literally some of us gel, some of us lift each other up, some of us crush, squish each other, you know, each other. And as you talk, Patsy, as we're finishing today, as you talked about your anger, whenever you were first married, 
I'm saying you guys are a miracle for 54 years because you personally were so self-aware and paid attention and listen. And maybe somebody suggested those 12 uh, week programs because you had a 12 week program for uh, marriage. I think you said earlier, I, I think that's right. And then you had a 12 week program for food. I'm thinking I need that now. I'm having trouble. I, even if I'm happy, I, if I'm stressed or celebrating, uh, if I'm bored, what do you do with all that emotion, what do you do with it? We can't go into all of that. Boy, we could probably talk for two hours, but, um, but literally there's different persons, the, the very driven person. And as you talked about yourself and uh, uh, your coloration, you you are very driven. That very driven person has a top emotion that comes with that. And guess what it is? It's anger. And so that anger comes out this way or that. Um, and to your easygoing husband, that was kind of crushing and it was kind of hard for him. I, I can know that because I know the personality styles, the communication styles. So that was hard for him. But uh, he, I'm just going to guess on this. It was he a yes man? He said yes to whatever you wanted. And he was always helpful and serving of you. Is this true? Yeah. So, so part of that is this. When he was growing up and his parents divorced when he was 15. Oh, yeah. He was abandoned. Oh, so he'll put up with a lot for me because he oh, doesn't okay. want to be abandoned. And when we were in this 12 step program for spiritual, you know, dysfunctional families, we under, we started understanding that my parents were very outgoing alcoholic, but at least my, we, there was love in our house. My, my husband never saw his parents kiss. Oh, so do you understand? So here he came with this and I came with that. And we didn't understand this until we did this a program at church coming from dysfunctional families and how that set the standard for how you're living and how you're trying mm -hmm. to live. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, life is complex, is. but if you're married, you need to work together and figure, you know, I, I love that you're doing this marriage thing because I think we don't talk about it, mm -hmm. right? Everybody goes through hard times. Like I can't tell you how many times I want to leave my husband because he just wouldn't give up the program. And I, when I, when I went to the 12 step program for food, Mm -hmm. We've been married, I think, I don't know, one of the programs I said to him after we've been married for 21 years, I said, you're so lucky to be married to me. He said, yeah. <laughs> and after I went through the 12 step program for food, I said, honey, thank you for staying married to me. I'm now I've been able to see all these things because I didn't know what to do with my emotions. I didn't know. I couldn't handle failure. I was the oldest daughter, had to get my brother and sister to school. I'm the one that got home, trouble at home every day when my parents come home and the dinner, you know, if dinner wasn't ready or the house wasn't clean, it was my, you know, like I learned very quick to take control. And, and that's when I set my thing saying, I'm not living like this. I'm going to do this in my life. So if you don't understand where all that stuff comes from, it's pretty hard to clear it out and then be able to be open to receive love and give more love and, it's just so freeing to be. And that's part of the work I do with women. There's so many gifts women have. I mm -hmm. love te teaching them about that. I got an email yesterday from a lady I worked with over a year ago at an event. We color typed her, but she never reached back out so we could finish her program. She said, Patsy, you changed my life. I've lost 40 pounds and now I feel so much more confident. I wear all my colors. My husband says, I look great. She said, but you're the first person besides my husband that said I had beautiful eyes and I, I breathe life into women because it's like, 
Who tells you those things? If you're not getting it from your spouse and your friends uplifting you, where does that come from? To think that my work is, it's, that's where they call me the transformational specialist. It's not just a bunch of colors. Mm-hmm. It's who are you? What are your gifts? What is, you know, there's a verse in the Bible and um, Song of Solomon 4, 7, it says, you are beautiful beyond compare, beautiful beyond all measure. And I create you absolutely flawless. But the media and the fashion world make sure that we don't feel that way. They only want us to buy clothes. But I know how to help people only buy the stuff that they feel beautiful in and want to wear and get compliments on and feel good about who you're being and what you're wearing. You know, it's more about that. It's not even the color so much, just being approachable and feeling attractive. Like it just, I made up this saying fashion is a look it's not a size age price tag or name brand it's who you're being what you're wearing approachable more confident more attractive and feeling beautiful as your authentic self we're all here for a reason god has a mission for every single person on here only you're going to be able to help people with their marriage or help them understand like your gift connie is so big you know i'm so excited that you're taking on marriage and Little tweaks can make a big difference in a marriage. And I think that's what you're going to be able to help people with. So thank you for doing this for couples and people and even people just in relationships, you know? Well, Patsy, you have been so awesome today because I too believe, I mean, like we could be twins somewhere because your story and what you share is the same kind of stuff that I share and I believe in. And those 21 years lifting women and Mary Kay and helping them build businesses, it taught me so many things. And here's the thing in this day and time, so often the younger generation and Hey, yes, I hope we're talking to the younger generation because that's why we're here. Often the, the younger generation discounts what older people think or know and at this point now like we both got hair color right we're on youtube too so we you can see this on youtube but uh, here we're on a podcast you can't see us but you see our pictures and you know we have hair color and we we fix up and we have haircuts and that kind of stuff and but sometimes you know even at the age now of which i'm not going to tell is you know like i can have white and gray hair and i'm like i just can't have gray hair i just have to color it because it's just who i am and it makes me feel good but you know what whatever makes people feel good it's okay be yourself but the thing is is that younger women learn from women who've been there learn who women who um, are older and as we get older we have so much to share and so much experience to bring and help and that's why Patsy and I are here. Well, let me share this with you because this is one of the first seven podcasts on the Extraordinary Marriage. In fact, this is going to be episode four. And this podcast is launching um, November 2nd of 2023 you may be watching this later it's going to be launching november 2nd of 2023 and guess what and this first seven episodes because i want to get a great start you know on spotify and apple and those places that we're going to be seeing i want to get a great start so i'm having a little bit of a contest and that is the first seven episodes all of the november episodes seven of them We'll have a clue word. Today's clue word is, are you ready to write it down? 
sparkle because I knew that Patsy was going to make everybody sparkle because that is her business and what she does. So that key, that word is sparkle. And here's the thing. Anytime during the month uh, or towards the end of the month, you can uh, email me, Connie, at The Extraordinary Marriage. You know, I'm going to have to say that I'm not the best speller. So I have to say The Extraordinary Marriage. That's what I have to do every time I write it to make sure I spell it right without that the spell check on. But on Connie at The Extraordinary Marriage and the first person who who emails me with all the words, all the keywords, seven of them, because they watched every episode. And I say, thank you now for doing that. They watch every episode. They are going to get a free hour of relationship coaching from me. The first seven people who email me all seven words are going to get the 10 days to a happier, healthier marriage. It's a small little short class where you get Something that helps you for 10 days in a row, because I believe habits are formed during that time. But somebody out of everyone who sends me the seven code words uh, on my email, every person who does that by November 30th, 2023, is going to be entered for an actual course that I have. It's a $97 course. It's something I teach live. It's a three-hour class when I teach it live. And it's called Communication Secrets for Couples. But you know what? What I'm talking about today and what Patsy's talking about, it can also be used not only in your marriage. It can be used with your children when you learn these things. It can be used in your business. And so that free class is called Discovering uh work and family dynamics, discovering work and family dynamics. And so it teaches you the same concepts that I teach in my marriage classes. And a lot of the stuff that Patsy's actually talked about today and you get it free. So somebody who emails me by November 30th, 2023 with all seven of those keywords is going to get that free. And Patsy, I mean, I didn't realize that you are speaking my heart today. And I don't want to get emotional. So I thank you, Patsy. Okay, help me, Patsy. Give me another word. Tell tell people where they can find you. Well, if you can go to embracingyouressence.com, that's my website. And I have a little thing you can, let's connect. And if you're interested to, to even chat with me about anything, let's connect and have, you know, set up a session. But it, there's so much more about to you than you realize, right? And, um, and we're here to share with each other and help. So if you know you're in a place that you want to up-level your life, you want to learn how to communicate better, feel better about who you are, that's what I want to do on the outside. Connie helps the inside. Like we're a great team. You know what I mean? Like, so communication and connection is everything. So the magic of color is like the bridge to communication. So I think that it's really fun. So Patsy and uh, at Embracing Your Essence, if you want to email me. But my website is embracingyouressence.com. Let's connect. I would love to have a chat with you. Oh, Patsy, thank you so much. And guess what, everybody? You can find those show notes. Patsy's episode is going to be number four. And you're going to find those show notes at um, theextraordinarymarriage.com on my podcast page. You're going to find those notes. And if you didn't get that information from her, you're going to be able to connect with her or maybe later. You know, it might be a year 
or two years later. And all of a sudden you're like, what was that lady's name? Patsy. Where did I hear that from her? How can I get some help with color? And you're going to go back and find those um, on episode four. So thank you, Patsy, for being with us today. You were awesome. I had no idea how great you're going to be. God bless. <laughs> thank you. Have a blessed day. If you've been encouraged today, please hit subscribe and help me spread the word by sharing with your friends. You'll find show notes and how you can connect with today's guest at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. Get ready to uncover the best kept secrets of happy, healthy marriages and gain the power of understanding how you and your spouse think, act, and respond differently. Learn more about the unique communication secrets for marriage at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. This is your host, Connie Durham, and I'll see you next week.